What if I interrupt him before he even starts the intro? <laughs> you can do the fucking intro then. <laughs> okay, welcome in. It's time for another podcast. <laughs> All right. Yes, it is time again for the Miseducation of Bill podcast. Where we make Bill watch movies he's never seen before and talk about them. Obviously, Bill's here. Hi, I'm Bill. And we're also joined by Rick. Hi, I'm not Bill. Not Bill. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we haven't done this in a little while. We had a little bit of a, a little bit of an issue last week. And we're back again. So what's new, guys? Yeah, it's it's been a minute since we've recorded one of these. So I think we're like almost caught up to real time. So Rick doesn't have to play the what we think might be happening when this podcast comes out game. Yeah, no, I know. It's like it's almost 4th of July. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, you guys have a beverage this evening? I do have a beverage. I am drinking the Bale Breaker Brewing Company High Camp Winter IPA because it is no longer winter, and it is delicious. Yeah. Um, on the uh, the week when we were not podcasting, I went on a little trip to Astoria, Oregon, and I picked up a seasonal IPA from Bowie Brewing called Another IPA, and it is delicious. Nice. Nice. So am- maybe it should be called not another IPA. No, but it is another IPA. <laughs> no, not just another IPA. Nope, another one. <laughs> and I am drinking the uh, New Belgium Dominga Mimosa Sour, which is a sour ale with calamansi fruit and <sighs> natural fruit fruit flavors. Come on, man! I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> that, was, that was for Ryan. Uh, Thanks. I just yeah. hear dollar signs. Yeah, he has a, he has a fun time editing those. Okay, so it's <laughs> been it. it's been a minute since Braveheart, and I remember I was assigned a movie and I watched it right away. But I'm having a hard time remembering what that movie was, guys. We are here to talk about Training Day. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The with uh, the uh, Denzel Washington. Playing a bad guy. What? I was watching a bunch of training videos on, like, how to repair things and whatnot. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Wait, let's hold on a second. You think Denzel was the bad guy in this? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was one of the bad guys. I mean, he was was every bit the hero that uh, Blondie was in The Good, Bad, and Ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at what point... Who is the good guy in this movie? Oh, I guess it's Ethan Hawke, I, right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it has to be Ethan Hawke, right? I guess. I the <laughs> good geek, the good geek. Um, <laughs> let me take that again. the The good guy might be the like uh, guy that watches the gate at Denzel's house and uh, you know just make sure that no one interferes with the fight at the end. But uh, oh, you mean Denzel's mistress's house? Okay, before we dive, I have I have comments on that. Before we yeah. dive too deep into that, why don't we uh, reset and set the stage with when this movie was made and what was going yeah. on in the world? So, uh, Training Day came out 
in 2001. Uh, to mm. The most forgettable year of all. Right. Well, that's interesting you say that, Rick, because um, obviously there's a huge event, a tragic event in American history that happened that, that year. Yeah, and, the Mariners uh, won 106 games. Yes. <laughs> and, then lost, and lost in the first round of the playoffs. 116? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's all. The only team to win over 100 games and not go to the World Series. <laughs> so tragic event <laughs> so we got that going for us never forget yeah never forget <laughs> right but uh because that event kind of overshadows uh a lot of your other memories of that year i think it'd be interesting to talk about a few different things that happened in sports and pop culture and tv and movies i've got a few things guys would you like to play a trivia game bring it on actually i, All right. I don't want to play <laughs> Too bad. You don't get a choice. Shit. Okay. It's Ryan's turn to talk, Rick. <laughs> it's always Ryan's turn to talk. I'm going to start with a very unique question. Um, this year, 2001, something happened that has never happened before or since in professional sports in North America. Um, Phoenix. Shit. Forget you heard Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Do not take that out. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. I'll spin so it the other way. Fine. Phoenix Fine I'll spin it the other way. Okay. What what sports event <laughs> was going first? Happened? Is this a free for all? What's happening? <laughs> the Phoenix. Let's go. <laughs> let's go uh Bill Rick. Rick Bill, Bill Rick, Rick Bill. I like it. I like it. Okay. So, Phoenix had this event happen in professional sports on November 4th, 2001. What is this event? Now, you said Bill gets to go first? Yes. Oh, good. And it's never happened. It's never happened before or since. Correct. The... Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, I defer. I'll go second. (laughs) Okay. Okay, but I get to go first in the next round, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want to see what you guess. See if if it sparks anything in me. It's not not going to because it's wrong. Uh, The World Cup. Okay. Good. Now it's my guess. Uh, I think think they had a home baseball game, basketball game, and football game all on the same day. Final answer? Sure. Can the World Series happen in November? Did they make the World Series? Is there a Phoenix baseball team? (laughs) (laughs) You, Bill, are so close. I knew it. I knew it was something like that. The Cardinals, the Coyotes, the Suns, and the Diamondbacks all played a game in Phoenix. Yes. Okay, I'm taking the point for that. You get .75 of a point. Perfect. I'll take it. All right. I, oh, and I'm surprised that you I'm got keeping that one. score this time because I listened back <laughs> to Braveheart and Rick's scoring was way off. It was like three to three. And he said you were up eight to one. So I'm keeping score. Remember, this time. <laughs> the scoring is arbitrary and the points, points don't matter. Yes. Yeah, scoring is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah, yes. Let's go. Much like this disc we live on. <laughs> In 2001, um, Phoenix, a space odyssey. <laughs> That's a movie, Bill. In the year two thousand, never heard of it. 
<laughs> I don't have a clever comeback for that one. <laughs> Two uh, celebrities died this year. This year? In transportation year? in the year 2001. Two celebrities <laughs> died in transportation-related incidents. Name the two celebrities half a point for each name. Rick. Uh, can you... Can I get a clue? Can you tell me what kind of transportation? Like no, no, was, no, you can't do that. No, nope. was it a Segway? Nope. If we like if we bus? both get it wrong, then that you can get clues. If we both get it wrong, we can get clues. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna defer to Bill first, and he can, <laughs> and see if it sparks anything in me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that it was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> No, wait, he's not dead. <laughs> he's still uh, alive. You said celebrities, right? Yes. He And he didn't mean when their career I'm going to say... <laughs> right. Fuck you, Rick. <laughs> was one of them a princess? No, that was earlier. Um, <laughs> I think one of them was Paul Walker, and the other one was that Russian kid from the Star Trek movies. <laughs> Both wrong. <laughs> from, the, okay. from that Star Trek movie that came out way after 2001. <laughs> <laughs> takes a while in post-production yeah sure does well they both i don't know those are two guys who i know died in transportation accidents oh geez. go ahead rick show me how you know years oh yeah no i <laughs> i just i could barely think of dead people so i'm just gonna say 2001 was you know what i'm just gonna stick to the same genre of person i'm gonna go with sam kinnison and george carlin mm, wrong <laughs> all right uh okay your first hint we're gonna go we're gonna go three three oh, wait hints. wait can i have another guess <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna do you want to guess before i give you a no, hint? no 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 it's okay transportation uh one is male was male at the time of their death and one was female at the time of their death that's the hint yeah. Hey, I want to tell you something. I just had to look up Sam Kinison and George Carlin, and I was off by eight and nine years in the opposite directions. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlin was eight years later or nine years later, and Kinison was eight, eight years. or nine years previous? <laughs> yes. Nice. It's pretty cool. I saw him pretty close. Good work. I'm really down it in here. Pretty I was, close. I was only off on Paul Walker by 13 years <laughs> or 12 years. <laughs> yeah. And what about, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Yeah, the other guy you guessed. I know his name, but I can't remember. I didn't now. know his name when I guessed him. I said the Russian <laughs> kid from the Star Trek movies. Uh, yeah, well, uh, so what did you say? You said it's a man and a woman? Yes. Okay, can you tell us the genre of their fame? Whether they were like sports stars, musicians, actors... You know that we both just said the word genre because we just read about it on our word of the day calendars. <laughs> uh, I have some word of the they, day toilet paper Rick gave me. <laughs> Today was genre. <laughs> uh, Which is good because I got to wipe my ass with something French. <laughs> you should have used forget Paris. <laughs> um, I would say Rick or Bill, excuse me. Um, that these people were from one of those three disciplines you mentioned. Oh my god. <laughs> Sports, music, or acting. <laughs> yeah. We're getting close. We're really dialing it in here. 
Atlanta. And were they were they both from, were they both from the same genre? <laughs> no. Can you tell me? Okay. They're actually very different. Was the, either the, one an actor? No. Uh, define your definition of an actor. That <laughs> what they were primarily famous. What they were primarily famous for was screen or stage. No. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. We'll so see. I've never heard of musicians, so I won't be able to get one of them. Oh, 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 no, I know one. A musician? No, no, no. Was it um, Dale Earnhardt Jr.? And? Uh, is there a musician that died in a plane crash that year that's a girl? Um, hey, Monica. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Ryan. If, yes. if Bill, if you asked him... You said half a point each, so if Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s won, I'm getting half a point. Okay, but here's my real question. When Bill asked if they were actors, you said, what's your definition of actor? Did he have to say race car driver? (laughs) (laughs) No, because, Bill, you get a half a point for Dale Earnhardt Jr., that is correct. Yes, yes. Uh, The other person... Was it Aaliyah? Has... Yeah, it was Aaliyah. Yes. Half a point for Rick. <laughs> nice. When you said Monica, I was like, she's not dead, but Aaliyah yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Good job, guys. So, uh, so, that was a tough one. So it's cool. Now the score is 1.25 to 0.5. <laughs> yeah, real fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the next category, we're going to talk about TV shows. Number one TV shows by uh, views in 2001. And there's 10 of them. Ah, good. And Let's hear the list. You get... <laughs> Ryan Reed's list. We're going to give each of you three guesses, and it's one point for each show that is on this list. And we're going to start with... I believe Bill is first again. No. no yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because no, I you went deferred. First. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to say. Is he going to guess all three? No, we're going to go one and one. Okay. So round, okay. we're going to go round robin here. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go CSI. Uh, okay. You're not going to, you're not going to tell us if we get a point as we go. No. Okay. I'm going to say friends. Okay. That's a good guess. Thank you. Um, I'll go with. Ooh, I don't know. Was NCIS like popular yet then? Um, is it now? It's <laughs> one of the most watched. <laughs> um, I'll go with Law and Order. Okay. Regular Rick? regular on order. You're not going to go SUV. Yep. Okay. No, no, I'm not going SUV or criminal intent. SUV, that's what it's called for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> for sure. I'm going to go with Seinfeld. Okay. That's there's, last there's, guess. There's no way Seinfeld was still on the air in 2001. Okay. Because um, I think that went off the air in 1998. Okay. Um, I'll also go with. Um, oh, what's that? Um, is it any kind of show? TV shows by views. It depends on your definition of TV show, Bill. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, like the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rick. Is that your final answer? It, I, does that count? Does your list take that into account? I would say that... 
No, it's not event. It's not going to be like the morning news either. Like I can't yeah. say yes or no because uh, it would give you clues. Right. Um, fine. I'll guess the Super Bowl. Okay. Rick? Uh, see, I don't know when stuff started or was on because I think Bill might be right about Seinfeld-ish. So now I'm second guessing. Well, you know what? The Simpsons has always been pretty big. I'm just going to say The Simpsons. All right. All right. Bill has two. Rick has one. Uh, Friends, CSI. Friends and CSI. I'd like to to ask a question first. I think that we should have some dynamic scoring by... How, no, no, no! By, by, by how good on the list you are. Oh, well, what, what? Uh, yeah, what, where did our guesses rank? Uh, I would like to finish. Okay, Friends fine. and CSI and Law and Order were the correct answers. Monday Night Football was on the list, but not the Super Bowl because I think it wasn't a series. Okay, it was a single event. So, uh, dynamic scoring. Do you want to? Let's see. The person like, who got. Go ahead. No, like, first place is where, like, well, how would you do that? Because you don't want to overshadow the other points we have so far, right? Um, I mean, I do. I said, how about you get, (laughs) right, how about you get one tenth of a point for each place it was above the highest guess of the other person? That's a lot of math. Where do we come in? No, no, no. Yeah, where do we come in? Let's decide yeah, after Where we, we come it. in? Where we come in, and then I'll say how many points it was worth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about we do this? Um, whoever got the number one gets a whole point and all of their fractions of point rounded up to a whole point. What? Okay. I don't understand what you're saying, but go ahead. What's, what's the ranking? <laughs> I'm eliminating the fractions. If you got number one, then you go to a ho- the next whole what? number okay, plus what do you one. Got? What do you got? Friends is number one. CSI number two. Law and Order number five. So what does that mean? That means, means Rick tied. goes to... Yeah, it means you're tied. <laughs> wait, so, so wait. How many points does Rick get for this question? Three. Why? Because that's the rules. No, I got. What? No. You're I at one point five. It's, it's round two, right? But, but no, he got. It's round three. He guess. No, no. Hang no, on. No, hang on. I Let's got look it. at this. No, no, no. We need to look at this from another point of view. Let me break it down. Rick, it's round Rick three. Rick guessed two shows that weren't even in the top ten. But I guess the, the best only- one. Number the, one. So, okay, great. Fantastic. You get a point for that. But the only guess I had not in the top 10 probably had more views than anything else on TV. It just wasn't part of the category. Right. No, this is what I was going to say. This is round three, and I won it. So I get three points, and you cheated <laughs> by saying the Super Bowl. That's not a TV series. Okay, then I get another guess, and I could get all three of my guesses right. Okay, if you get if you get one more right, you can have four points. Monday Night Football. Yeah, he already said that. I already told you that. <laughs> okay. Um, there are four other, um, five other shows on here that we haven't talked about. Um, well, it's probably Good Morning America. Nope. All right, so that means I get three points. Now we're why all. Do you, why does, I don't understand why you get three points. We're all tied up. Why do you get three points? Because now we're tied. You. <laughs> no, because that gives you 3.5. And how many points do I get? No, we rounded. So now we both have three. What? <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> I quit. 
let's talk about training. Yeah, yeah I was. Wait, okay, no, 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 no. Ryan has more uh, research. We're okay. We're all tied I, I up. I do. I, I put time S- sudden this. death. Um, let's do sudden death. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm scrolling through the things here. See what's going to be the best sudden death question. All right. In 2001, and I get to go first. Yes. Because I uh, because we're tied. <laughs> In 2001, Clear Channel Radio banned every single song by this band. Uh, in 2001? Ugh. Yes. I'm going to defer to Bill. That's the year we're talking about, Rick. 2001. Well, I know. We've always <laughs> been talking about 2001. But, like, why would they pick a... Like, in 2001, what was happening that was so... Oh, I also defer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay, so now we both deferred, so now we need some clues. Ryan... Here's the question. <laughs> Are they a band that was like relevant in 2001? Yes. Um, uh, Do you uh, band from hey, Rick, uh, Rick, Rick? Yeah. Take off your headphones for a second. I want to ask Ryan a <laughs> private question. <laughs> What's the answer? <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan. No, uh, I just wanted to know. Um, do you think that the reason they were banned had anything to do with September 11th? I can't answer that. No, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Rick's not listening. Rick, you can hear me, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's totally not listening. My headphones are really loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't answer that question on the grounds of impartiality. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Was there a was there a band that sang a lot of anti-American? Islamic sympathetic songs in 2001 that was super popular. No, I mean, I wish <laughs> I, I wish the answer was Toby Keith. But. <laughs> no, that's the kind of thing that they would like exclusively play in 2001. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. I'm just gonna like, I'm, I don't know, because I, I for all the marbles, take the flyer. I was gonna say like Two Live Crew, but they weren't relevant in 2001. <laughs> I'm gonna say. My favorite band, NWA. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be pretty obvious to at least Rick when he hears the answer. Slayer. Nope. Wait. Rage Against the Machine. Oh, really? Yep. That's weird. That is In the wake of 9-11, Rage Against the Machine was banned from all Clear Channel radio for the remainder of the year 2011. Clear Channel sucks. Clear Channel sucks. Why? Because they always sucked. Clear Channel was the worst. They, yeah, their channel's terrible. They were all this the, might be a good time to sponsors. We, we all have tickets to go see Rage Against the Machine, and we've been uh-huh. like yeah, waiting was to one see them clues. for a year and a half. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I've had. And the, we're gonna have to wait another year. I think I've had those tickets yeah. since 2001. It feels like. <laughs> it feels <laughs> yeah, like it's been a while. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Okay, that ends the trivia segment, and no one wins. Do you guys want to cool. do one more tiebreaker? Yes. Sure, why not? Can it be for <laughs> okay. fractional points? <laughs> for one-tenth of one point. That's all I who need. Who won the Rose Bowl? The Huskies. Bill? Hang on a second. The Bruins. You don't get to keep <laughs> guessing while I'm thinking. Roll Tide. Uh, That's not a guess. I'm just saying things. <laughs> You're just saying it because you like to say it. Well, yeah. Why do we want more dead air of Bill going? Hmm. <clears throat> uh, I'll say it was. It's remember this football. Thanks. Ooh, you should ask us where they played it. Um. 
I'm going to say it was the Ducks. It was the Washington Huskies. Go dogs. Wait, if he gets it right, why do you let me answer? Because <laughs> if you answered the same thing, we'd have to go into triple overtime. I didn't know I could answer the same thing. <laughs> and also, since you got it wrong, you go negative. So I actually won by two. Oh, well, then you go negative for the two times you got wrong a television no. show in round three, which was rounded up. So you're at like negative six. That I win. It only happens in sudden death. Duh. <laughs> uh, 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 I hate both Bill doesn't of know how so to play much. games. <laughs> <laughs> Rick doesn't know when years are, and Bill doesn't know how games work. Well, Perfect. yeah, games that are full of cheaters. Liars. <laughs> Speaking of... Cheaters and liars. <laughs> cheaters and liars. Yeah. Training Let's talk day. about training day, guys. Okay, who wants to walk us through the basic plot? I think I can uh, I can shed some light on this uh, this gem, the cinematic gem. Uh, so basically, uh, Ethan Hawke is a cop that's wanting to get into uh, the narcotics division and become an undercover detective. And this is his first day on the job, and his trainer is Denzel Washington. So he's learning what this job's all about, and starts off very non-standard for him. He's used to going to the station, he's going for roll call, and Denzel is giving him a rundown on how this life actually works. You don't go to the station, you don't drive a cop car, you do, you meet at the coffee shop at 10.30. So, um, quickly find out that Denzel plays fast and loose with the rules, and he has his own agenda and his own um rules he plays well, by yeah. his own rules yeah because he makes ethan hawk smoke pcp before lunch right well, <laughs> makes ethan, ethan hawk smoke weed that's laced with pcp and then tells him afterwards that it's laced with pcp which right. i was really happy about because i okay we'll start here i have a big man crush I'll, you know what i have a big crush in general on ethan hawk um i'll watch pretty much anything he's in I think he's super fun. And I was like... Ever since Dead Poets Society? Just, yep, ever since then. Um, but I was like, why did he smoke this little joint and he's like acting like he's dying? What is happening right now? I'm glad they paid that <laughs> off with like, oh, this was laced with actual drugs. Because I was like, he's doing the worst high thing I've ever seen from the <laughs> yeah. It was wild. I'm super <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like... I think. Do you think it's weird that we've watched two movies in the last month about someone smoking weed laced with PCP? <laughs> oh, right, because well, it's Friday, not by design. It happened in Friday. But, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I wish the whole most movie he would have been like, you know, like Smokey was doing all the time. Right. <laughs> Tripping out. I okay. So right after high school, I was hanging out with some friends, and they were smoking pot, and I didn't smoke pot. But I was hanging out with them, and their pot was laced with PCP, right? And everyone went insane. And this one girl, like, got down on her hands and knees and thought she was a bull and started, like, ramming into things with her head. And everyone was just, like, I've never done PCP, but it seems like not a very fun drug. Yeah, it's, um, it's not super popular because you do crazy shit on it <laughs> yeah so how did that become like one of the like main 
drugs that I've heard of in health class in high school. <laughs> in <Dare>. Oh, <laughs> did you, you have Dare? <laughs> what? Did you go to Dare? No. Uh, we had the Rick. Did you do Dare? Yeah, because I'm yeah. a red blooded American, right? In the '80s, in the states, at least in Washington, they had this uh, program called Dare, D A R E, and it stood for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. I thought it was drugs are really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they actually taught you, right? They didn't teach you how to not do drugs. It's like, hey, kids, this is what meth looks like. So if you see it, that's meth. And like, yeah, basically teaching you about drugs if you didn't know, already know about drugs. Oh, do you guys want to hear my meth story? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like now would be a good time to talk about that. Which, which yeah, one? Yeah, so the, the one where I actually like the only time I've ever like been in the High presence. On meth. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it was Christmas Eve, and me and my wife <laughs> and my how kids. Every good meth story starts. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve. I was with my wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. We were in a hotel <laughs> on Christmas Eve, and uh, we were we were stuck in this hotel because they came to visit me while I was working out of town. And so my wife was hanging up like a Merry Christmas banner in our hotel room. And she like mm -hmm. reached up to the curtains of the window and felt like a lump sewn into the curtains. <laughs> and she was like, there's something like tucked into the seam of the curtains here. And I was like, it's probably a dead rat. Don't reach your <laughs> yeah. hand in there. Yeah. But, but she reached her hand in there and she pulled out like a big baggie full of crystal meth. And wow. so like, she was like, why is there just a bag of broken glass in here? And I was like, that's not what, that's not what <laughs> that's that not is. That is. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause what do you do in that situation? Right? Well, I thought the end of this story was going to be, you went down to the parking lot, sold it and had a really good Christmas that year. <laughs> no, no, it was funny though. Cause I went down to the hotel lobby and then I talked to the night manager and I was like, Hey, I found this sewn into the uh, drapes of my room. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And he took it from me. <laughs> yeah. Let it go. Don't He's worry about smart that one. little guy. Yeah. I think that if I was in that guy's position, I'd be like, why were you looking in the seams of the curtains? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a way more weird story than finding some meth in your hotel. What? Okay, if you were working as the night manager of a Holiday Inn and someone brought you a big bag of meth, what would you do with it? <laughs> I mean, I would probably, well, it depends on, I'd probably <laughs> yeah, I mean, you call the cops, right? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> flush it down the toilet. I would have called the cops. I'd call someone. I know you would. I'd call someone I know that would, like, give me a good deal and just give me a little cash on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in this scenario, you instantly would turn into dealing drugs if <laughs> yes. you had the opportunity. <laughs> I, I would break bad faster than Walter White. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> the only thing preventing you from being a drug dealer is a quantity of drugs that you could sell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Seize the means of production. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. Okay. Cool story, okay, back Bill. To, back to training day. Sorry to interrupt with story time with Bill. Story time with Bill. Yeah. So, okay. I want to ask you another question about movies. So we've been talking a lot about nostalgia and how movies mm -hmm. 
are good because you saw them when you were young or you liked them a long time ago. So now you like them now. How many, where does that cutoff stop? (laughs) (laughs) You check your cat there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hi guys. Um, Hi. So this movie came out in 2001. Right. 20. I was 20. Yeah. 20 years ago. Okay. When this movie came out, I saw it in the theater and I thought it was awesome. You did. Yeah, it was awesome. Great movie. Like Denzel. Intense. Being- yeah. Shoot. Shooting. Fucking getting people getting beat up. Yeah. Denzel being a bad guy. Uh, yeah. Real gritty. You know, I watched it now and it's like, I mean, not to spoil anything, but like, it's pretty good. It's fine. Right. It didn't blow me away like it did before. So yeah. how come that's not, the nostalgia doesn't make it good still. Yeah, I think 20 is a little old to like hold nostalgia for it. Or maybe it's that you have started to realize that all these movies you thought were good suck. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not true because I've seen these other movies that I still like. I still think Clerks is great, right? Yeah. So the worst take ever. We're not we're not the only people that think that, Bill. I mean, we, we know no, that you're know. not the only person that thinks that's, you're also that's yeah bad. exactly. I'm not the only but, one that thinks it's terrible either. Okay, but wait the only movie the there, only movie ever to get a pee wee bump. <laughs> there's no there's no movie that you're not going to find people on both sides of it. I'm sure someone hates sure. Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, maybe someone hates Forget Paris, but no, I don't know. I kn- I know some. <laughs> the majority of this podcast, probably most Parisians, uh. <laughs> people with eyes and or ears. Um, yeah. This what what can you can you try and put yourself back in your 20 year old frame of mind and say what? this movie was like, was great. What you thought was awesome about it. Yeah. It was because in, so in 2001, you know, Denzel, Denzel's always been Denzel, right? For our whole lives. He's been Denzel. He's been in awesome movies. He didn't change his name or anything. No, sure. Yeah. And he's always been around and big and good, but you had never seen him in a role like this before. As far as I hadn't, at least, I don't know if he was in, you know, he was always doing like yeah. Malcolm I don't. X I don't think I've seen him in a in a role where he played the a real bad guy, right? Or at least a very um, not rule following guy, right? Yeah, he's done it a bunch since then. You know? So I've yeah. never I've never seen him be like yeah this maliciously evil before. Oh, it gets so um, much better. Like, have you ever seen Man on Fire? I don't think so. Or, uh, well, I never saw the equalizer, but it seems like that's just man on fire. Right. But yeah. Yeah. No, the equalizer was more of a, uh, revenge vigilante. Yeah. Kind I was going to say, he isn't wasn't really he a like, bad guy. Isn't he like a comic book hero in equalizer? Wasn't that a comic book that was like the punisher well, and stuff like that? No, 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 it's different thing. It's a different thing. But anyway, so, okay, so that's what yeah. you get. You get Denzel being this new, he's being the heavy. He's the bad guy. And and he's a, he's a good actor, so that really helps, right? It moves the story along really well. Yeah, but I, uh, it, it was, I have all sorts of problems with this movie, but go ahead, finish with your thoughts. Uh, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's let's walk through what a good, like, 
actor. I mean, he's a good actor. That I'm not going to sit here and say Denzel Washington is not a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hot good, take. Good call. Okay. But this character that he played is inconsistent and all over the place. Right? Okay. Is he a, is he a guy that's in control or out of control in this movie? He at he is in control at the beginning of the movie, and then he's out of control by the end. He's it's his downfall. I mean, that day turns yeah. into it, right? He has these grand plans. You, the stuff isn't none of this hinges on Ethan Hawke at all, really, because this all would have went bad no matter what, right? He would have got away with it if it wasn't for Ethan Hawke, probably. Yeah. If he, I mean, he would have got away with it too if it wasn't for that damn kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but well, the, yeah, whole, I, the, the whole premise, if I understood this movie correctly, which you probably didn't, sure. <laughs> but but the underlying story of this movie isn't like Ryan put it. It isn't guy shows up on training day, right? The underlying story of this movie is guy who's a crooked cop loses control of himself in Las Vegas and murders a member of the Russian mafia and then has to find a patsy to set up so that he can steal a million dollars and pay off the Russian mob by the end of the day before they kill him. Okay. Isn't, isn't that, that's, that's Denzel's plot line. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So what's weird then is some of the stuff that he does in during that day, if that's really his frame of mind, like it, it kind of feels like that's where they decided to go with the movie. Whoever wrote this movie, it feels like they wrote the first half, not knowing how it was going to end because the, his character gets real inconsistent because if that's the plot, why do you take him to your house while you have a little, afternoon delight with your significant other and he's sitting there and you expose him to that and let him know kind of the situation at your home where you live you give him more info than he needs right why do you take him to the restaurant where he sees the you know the judge and the commissioner and those other high level guys he does that because he he thinks that he's the big dog and he's in control and he thinks that he reads Ethan Hawke and can and knows he's going to turn him. Well, okay, and then because your yeah. comment earlier, Ryan, made it sound like you think that um, it's the, Ava she- Mendez, right? Yeah. yeah. So you think that's his like mistress, not his wife? Because he takes his wedding ring off when he goes there. So why is he there again at night when he goes to find him at his his quote unquote house? Well, you don't take that stuff home to your wife, probably. If right, but you also, if you're, if you're taking your wedding ring off and you have to see her in the middle of this day, why are you there again at the end of the day, at night? Yeah, I didn't realize it was his mistress either, but here, you know, going back real quick. That's what it always <laughs> felt like to me. To something no, like- it does It does feel like that, especially because he tells Ethan Hawke he has four kids, and then yeah. he goes to see this girl and there's only one kid, right? right? It does feel like that, but it doesn't make sense that he goes to her house twice in that same day. Here's the other thing. You talk about... Uh, Framing Ethan Hawke is like this patsy, but I don't know if that is his ultimate goal at first. But I, isn't that that's he's he kind of makes it sound like that's why he gave him the PCP so that if he chickened out of shooting the guy with the shotgun, that he could say that he was the one on drugs and have him tested, right? Right, right. but I think that was a convenient, um, he was going to do that no matter what because that's the initiation that he uses or whatever. 
But yeah, I think now he, he's like, well, I can implicate you now. Yeah, because I think he wants Ethan Hawke on his side, right? Like, I think he wants another team member, but he finds out halfway through he's not going to get that. And that's when he starts really yeah. turning on it, right? And we think that all of the other guys in the crew are just like, they're going along with it. They're always part of it. So it's just a whole bunch of dirty cops and then Ethan Hawke. Yeah. So the the entire yeah. like drug department of the LAPD, the whole narcotics no, department is dirty. He he just runs these five, four or five guys or whatever. And there's it, the LAPD is huge. There's got to be more than five narcotics guys in the LAPD. Right. And then how so, stupid is Ethan Hawke that he goes home instead of like immediately to internal affairs and to report what's happened after all of the shit goes down at the end of the movie. He just goes home. Yeah. Well, he's probably now, I'll agree with you there. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, if you're the guy who's like, we're going to do this the right way and buy the book and all this, stuff, like you don't go home there. You but, go like, but he we need to get that. this result. He, at the he, end of the movie, he, he just goes home. No, that's not what I mean. He didn't do it the right way. He was going to let street justice kill him. He wasn't going to turn him into the cops. He was going to let the gangsters kill him. Then they didn't, but that was his intent, right? Leave him alone, show him, show them that he's a fraud, and then he's in this dangerous environment, and Ethan Hawke bails. He's not going to go and tell the cops, like, oh, yeah, I left him, you know, internal affairs or whoever. But he was going to go tell the cops what happened with the murder of the other guy, and the and he, where, where did he take the money? Where's the money? Did he go? ever take the money? Yeah, he took the money from Denzel. That's why Denzel gets murdered because he can't pay off the Russians. Right. So where's the money at the end of the movie? Does he just he just ends up taking the million dollars home? <laughs> that's probably why he doesn't go to internal affairs. <laughs> well, I think that's part of this whole movie is that it's not cut and dry exactly who's a hundred percent bad and who's a hundred percent good, right? Yeah, but there's a difference in my mind between we don't know if someone's 100% good and bad and just it wasn't developed and it wasn't answered and it's just thrown together, which is what this felt like. This this movie well, felt as chaotic as the training day to me. Well, I think that's the point. It's not they're not trying to tie it up with a bow and make it a perfect plot. It's not an 80s action movie. It's more complex than that. It leaves you with questions at the end of the day. Like, why didn't he go to the internal affairs at the end? Why did he go home? It, it doesn't, it makes you think about it after the movie rather than saying, oh, well, everything turned out okay. Okay, close my eyes now. This, but yeah, this feels to me like a movie that when you first watch it feels like, wow, that was good. And then the more you think about it, the stupider you realize it was. It just unravels too quickly and falls apart. And you're like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Like in the moment, in the moment, you're like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen here. I wonder what's going to happen here. And then when it's over, you're like, wait a minute, they never addressed this. It it reminded me of Lost. Did you guys watch the show Lost? No. I watched the first season. Okay. They spent the entire second season obsessed about these like numbers that, that were being repeated and entered into this computer. And it was like... Everything had to do with these numbers and these numbers were recurring in everyone's life. And it was like the whole theme of the second season. And then it just goes away and they never answer it and they never address it. It was like, yeah, we can figure out how to make that work. That's what this feels like. Yeah. You know, I saw that, you know, it's funny you talk about Lost. You know, I did watch, I saw that season also. I guess I watched a couple. I stopped watching that show because I feel like that happened all the time. I feel like that show was written for one season. And then they were like, oh, everyone likes this show. 
now what are we going to do? And they, they, right. Let's, let's keep making a bunch of mysterious things, but then there wasn't actually enough thought into why are they there? And are we going to answer these questions? Yeah. Where's that polar bear coming from? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. All I know about this show is there was a smoke monster. Yeah. Which doesn't even properly get answered at the end either. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, I think, I mean, we talk about these movies that we say are good, and you're saying, oh, on rewatch, it's not as good as it used to be. But maybe, you know, movies are made not to be rewatched a hundred times. But I didn't rewatch this movie. I just thought about it after I watched it. Yeah, but you have terrible taste. Yeah, that's true. You guys have <laughs> terrible taste. You know, but I did see this movie, like I said, in the theater, and then this probably is, I've only seen it once. Um, this is probably it, right? This is my second viewing, maybe third. And uh, it's just, it was, it was, it's fine. I think it's a fine movie, but I don't know if I would tout it as a great movie. Um, well, and I think too that, you know, seeing this movie in 2001, like you said, uh, you hadn't seen Denzel playing the, the bad guy, um, playing the guy who doesn't follow the rules. You know, he was, he was the, protagonist he was you were rooting for him the whole time so i think now that you've seen more of of that style of movie and then there's other movies that have kind of done similar things or other things that are better than this movie that have come out after you know you compare it against all that other stuff you've seen and then you kind of i just i just think like we were talking about how good of an actor denzel is he is undoubtedly a great actor but he has a gravity to him Right. He's an intense guy and he has a seriousness to him. And this role felt like it should have been funnier and it should have been more out of control. And like his intensity and seriousness, I think, makes it a confusing role. Like I I would have rather seen someone else in that Denzel role. And I think this might have been a better movie like Samuel Jackson. Put Samuel Jackson in that role. And I think he would make it funnier and he would make it more chaotic and more out of control. And it would feel it would feel more believable. Well, and here's what's funny about that. So the guy that directed this movie, his name's Anton Fuqua. And so I remember when this movie came out, there was a lot of talk about it. It was the first time director directing this movie with Denzel. It was like a big, huge deal, you know, and I think it maybe won some awards or whatever. But rumor has it that this was one of the first big movies where like, Um, you find out about Denzel that he doesn't really take direction. He directs himself. And Mm -hmm, this guy Mm -hmm. has the credit as director in this movie, but they say that Denzel probably directed this whole movie. So he might might have directed himself and didn't know what he was doing Yeah, like he he decides how he's going to play this character. And you can kind of get that feel. Like, that's the thing is we... It's like you're saying, now we've seen Denzel be bad and you've seen Denzel be good, but Denzel's always Denzel. He never, I never feel like I forget that I'm watching Denzel and I'm watching the character. It's always Denzel, right? There's other guys that really make you see the character and he doesn't do that. And so I think that is difficult in this movie. So, well, um, what? Go ahead. Go ahead, Rick. No, go ahead, Ryan. (laughs) It's Ryan's Ryan's turn to to talk. talk. (laughs) Uh, so, Bill, what did you think about the part where Denzel leaves Ethan Hawke at the uh, Mexican, Mexican house. gangsters' house? Yeah. <sighs> what mean, did that like? 
how did that change? Did you change your opinion of the movie? Were you expecting that to happen? I mean, I feel like that was kind of a, a surprise turn for me, the watching it the first time. I mean, by that time, you know, you've already seen that he's like threatened him and blackmailing him and they setting him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw I saw it coming from the when he had saved the girl from the rape and has her ID with him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, that's not just randomly in there because there was right. nothing yeah. in the movie. They didn't have time to throw random scenes in there of cop life, you know? Um, OK, well. Yeah, and it, I, but yeah, it just it just I don't know. It it left something to be desired. Okay. Yeah. Have you oh, heard? Oh, well, no. Hey, uh, I think I left some vegetables in the oven. I've got to go check on them. Maybe this is a good time for a commercial break, and then we'll be back in a minute. I gotta go check the oven. <laughs> I think this would be a good time for a commercial break. Please enjoy these messages from our generous sponsors, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Check out shit. I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. All right. We're back. Um, Bill, how are those veggies? Were they smoking up good? No, no, no. They're okay. They uh, they're a little crisp around the edges, but but that's how we like them. So yeah, so, I've got some. Uh, do not sweet list potatoes. The vegetables. We don't. No, Ryan about. likes Ryan likes lists, man. I got some sweet potatoes, <laughs> but he hates some butternut squash, some red that's onion, some red potatoes. Yeah, yeah, it's some good stuff. So, never mind. We should, <laughs> I was gonna make. We, a, we I was gonna probably, make a. Cl- we should probably. I get was going to make clamometer. a clamometer joke, but yeah, yeah. Why don't speaking of the clamometer, we should probably get to the clamometer. Oh yeah, I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> unique New York, unique <laughs> New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just a bunch of shit cut together. I'm just doing a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo drum. Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah. Kilometer and, uh, I mean, kilometer and homework. I said kilometer. So, guys, I think this is a good time to bring this up. Um, the kilometer drop. The controversial <laughs> kilometer drop. Yeah. Uh, we did a poll se- several weeks back on the Instagram, and uh, the passion of the fans wasn't exactly clear on this poll because it came out tied. Well, that's a four win to Rick. four. <laughs> yeah, it came out tied four to four, and uh, Rick and I voted as well, and we canceled each other out. Ryan, I would like it next time to not say you, four yeah. to four. Yeah. Just say fifty percent to fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, why are you blowing up our low <laughs> vote numbers? I think my point is that um, <laughs> after hearing all of these messages about how much people disliked or liked the Clamometer Drop, when it came time to voice their opinion, they didn't do it. So it's staying for now. All right. So take if you that, don't like it, email us. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yes, Clamometer. Um, Rick, do you have the predictions from last week? I do. I don't got to run get them or anything. No. Cool. So weird. 
we talked about I you know I don't remember what we talked about or why we thought what we thought about Bill. I'm sure we said he has terrible taste. Yeah. He's going to rank He's this too it. low. He's not going to like it. He doesn't know about movies. He doesn't like something about uh, probably like street justice or something. No one's grown up on the rocks in this movie, whatever it could be. <laughs> it's kind of a day, it's a day, in, the day life. in the life. He doesn't like that. Yeah. Uh, he probably hates <laughs> Denzel or he might love Denzel. We don't know. So um, go ahead. We, we didn't talk about previously about how Bill came in on his prediction of this movie. Bill, do you remember what you predicted this movie oh, would be I think about? I, said, I think I said buddy cop film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't mean, exactly a buddy cop film, was it? <laughs> I mean, it no, it, not quite. It started like it could have been. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no. No, the, I liked the beginning. I thought it was going to be fun. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Sorry, Rick. Go ahead. That's okay. Well, so Ryan decided that you're going to come in at 62 degrees, and I was going to come in at 53 percent degrees. Why? Degrees. Why? <laughs> Why? You did that on purpose. That's got to be. I, on d- purpose. I did do that. You give me that. Stupid. That one was on purpose. 53 uh, percent for me and 62 percent from Ryan. It's degrees. Wait. Did I just say? Wait. What just happened? Yes. No, I didn't. You said percent again. <laughs> oh, I was. Okay, that time wasn't on purpose. <laughs> 62 and 53 so, degrees. Degrees. Okay, Bill, let's break it down. Where are you at? I was I was gone there for a little bit. We were having okay, an internet problem. Uh, Perfect. Okay. Uh, are you stable now? Yeah, I think I am. Okay. When you were Did gone, you get wet? I, I accidentally said degrees for real. I mean, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Nice, because they are degrees. <sighs> um, okay, so I I kind of cut out there, so I didn't quite hear your predictions, but I think I heard them start with a 50 and a 60. 62 and 53. Yeah, so you're both not even in the right, you know, decade. Uh, is that what you call 10 degrees? Yes. A decade? Of separation. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I kind of started to like this movie, and then... It fell apart, and the more I've thought about it, the more I realized, man, I just really I didn't like it. I don't think I would watch it again. And I, I liked some of the other stuff we've watched a lot better. And I am getting really sick of these day-in-the-life things. I've decided that what you two look for in a movie is no story. You just want guys that are sitting around and saying things and not doing anything and no like plot or arc or design or like story endeavor to tell a story. No, that's not true. So I think that you, (laughs) but, but that's what, that's what, um, dazed and confused is. That's what clerks is. That's what some of this is. This has a little more story to it, but it's like, that's what so many of these movies are is just, this slice of life, day in the life, people just kind of, I go here and I make this joke with this friend and I go here and I do this thing with this buddy. And that's like fine, but it's not what I look for in a movie. Out of the last one, we, we, we don't know what you look for in a movie because you don't look for anything in movies because you don't watch movies. We've watched like 14 movies or something, 15, somewhere in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Like, this is episode 19. 19. Like, <laughs> like three of them have been day in the life type movies. Uh, okay. You know, so I don't I, know if I agree with and, that. And also, what you have to consider, you say, oh, you guys look for movies like this. That's not how it works. We've seen movies 
That's, <laughs> these just happen to be some of them so far. Well, then let's watch some good ones, guys. Uh, I give this film a forty-six. All right, I was pretty forty-six. I was pretty close. Forty-six. You one spot so, above another day in the life movie of Daisy Confused. Uh huh. Uh huh. And this movie is worse than Blues Brothers for sure. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, that's that's such a weird comment. I don't have a clever comeback for that one. <laughs> um, okay, so come on, let's let's re let's regain some momentum. Let's regain some love here. Let's let's find something good. Let's find something that has a story that has some heft to it some substance what do you guys got for me okay well we have i think a movie that should be no fail here i think we're gonna be fine um we're gonna venture back to the old west the time of because oh, that one did so well last time <laughs> the time of dirty faces okay well here's the deal here's why and i'm gonna i'm gonna peek behind excuse me rick it's it's sandy sandy yeah, yeah faces. they're not dirty because it's american so i, I know yeah. that's why i'm gonna like it better um going back so you gave good bad and ugly a 42 percent which we all no, know no i didn't agree no, <laughs> <laughs> i sorry i really am not uh doing that on purpose uh i'm gonna set my zoom background to hey rick <laughs> it's degrees good the bad the ugly you gave it a 42 uh-huh which we all know is unfair and unjust and wrong but no i think you guys pretty much agreed with me that 42 was accurate but i think what we're gonna do is we're gonna modernize us a bit and we're gonna come up to the 90s and we're gonna have you watch tombstone uh, I hope it was from 1995. <laughs> <laughs> the elusive 95. Um, so yeah, Tombstone. Have you seen it before? I have not seen Tombstone, nor do I know what it's about. Well, what do you think it's All about? Right. I think it's about um, someone who founds a small business that takes off creating frozen pizzas. <laughs> okay, what do you really think it's about? I knew you were going to frozen pizzas. <laughs> uh, Put it well, on my okay. tombstone. Remember that was so, their slogan? Yeah, yeah. It's a Western, right? Um, so Tombstone is about a Texas town that is under siege by bandits and the sheriff is going to come clean up town by shooting his guns and driving the bandits off and saving the villagers. That's what Westerns are in my mind. Okay. Okay. Only bandits, huh? Uh, maybe there's some cannonballs, but I don't understand. Cannonballs. <laughs> Nobody does. I just dropped the cannonball drop off the board. <laughs> he hadn't used it in a while. Yeah. I'm going to have to, Pot it back up when we talk about Tombstone. Yeah, I guess. Um, so is this? So I know you said it's more modern, like made more modern. Is it? Is it taking place in the same era, like Civil War era? How would I know that? Haven't you seen the movie? Rick doesn't know years. <laughs> huh, We've established yeah. this. He doesn't know. It could be fourteen hundred. <laughs> it could be yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> Current year. I don't know if Christopher Columbus is in it or not. You never okay. know. Gotcha. Did he at least direct it? <laughs> yeah, he might have. <laughs> yes, Christopher Columbus. Um, so let's see who's in this movie. Westerns. I don't think you'd go back to Clint Eastwood. So who else is a Western guy? 
Uh, he just told you what decade it was made in. Yeah, so I'm going to guess it's Paul Newman is the sheriff okay. that's going to come clean up the town and make some Paul salad Newman. dressing. Yep, Tombstone. salad dressing to go with the frozen pizzas. <laughs> Dip it in some he was Paul a Newman salad ranch. dressing, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know what movie that's from? Nope. That was from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I have seen that one. I Caesar was a salad dressing dude. <laughs> right. I think right. it's funny that Bill was like, you don't go back to that uh, Clint Eastwood guy. Why? And why wouldn't you go back to him? Because we already watched one of his westerns. Oh, you meant I me. imagine you meant us. Yeah. Oh, not not the director or someone making the movie. No, I I know Clint Eastwood made western <laughs> after western after western. Right? right. That's what he's famous for. He's the western guy. Yeah. Well. I'm going to keep you posted. We're going to have another Clint Eastwood Western in the future. Okay, cool. But we're going to wait a little while. <laughs> Don't get too can excited. <laughs> can wait on bated breath. <laughs> um, All right. Now is the time when we send Bill away and we do our prediction. So, Bill, please mute your microphone, take off your headphones, and completely ignore that you're on a podcast. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so... He's not going to love this movie. Probably not. But he's going to like I it think he, more than Good, Bad, and Ugly, right? Yes. I think he's going to probably be... Well, I don't know. I mean... Okay. I was going to say he's going to be be impressed by how many people he recognizes in this movie, but then I'm like, he doesn't know movies, so he's not going to know these people. Right. Well, but he's got... But you've got to know Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer and stuff, right? And plus, even if yeah. not, the acting is good. I mean... Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday is going to be, it should push him over the top. It's it's going to make him enjoy this movie a bit, right? Yeah. Um, he's going to be able to figure out that, like, it, it, at least the tones in the movie, like, it'll be a little brighter colored for him, you know? More like, it won't be black and white. Yeah, well, it won't be gritty, <laughs> like uh, yeah. Good, Bad, and Ugly. It'll be a little more, you know, it's... Right. It's slicker. Yeah, I'm excited to rewatch it because I liked it a lot. Um, I think that it's going to be interesting to see if he likes this. This would probably tell me if he would even ever like a Western. Right. Because you know? if he doesn't like well, this, I'm, even if it's this might not be everyone's favorite Western, but I think everyone kind of likes this enough that. But hasn't he said in the past that he likes, well, his Westerns are what? The Fast and the Dead and I think that was pretend to Yuma or something. Uh, Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, he hasn't seen like a Western Western. Right, but he's also going to get to see Kurt Russell say stuff like, why don't you pull that smoke wagon and are you <laughs> just stand there and bleed? That kind of stuff. There's some yeah. good lines in this movie. I could be your Huckleberry. I mean, come on. Right. We're going to get some stuff going. Well, and I mean, Billy Zane's in it. So, right. I mean, stay- that just bumps it up. Yeah. Stay out of this, Billy Zane. <laughs> uh, all right. So I have my score ready to go. What do you got? You have a number? Okay. Um, You know, so I think... I think this will score higher than um, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. I think it's got enough of a story to it that he's going to like, that it's a nicely packaged film with a bow on it, like he likes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, like you said, he's going to like that its cinematography is a little bit more modern. It's brighter colors and, you know, more modern equipment, better sound, all that. And Kurt Russell's um, baby blue eyes. Don't forget about right. that. And and the part where they don't spend five minutes looking at everybody's eyes. Yeah, but they should have in this movie, right? <laughs> right. Um, 
I feel like he's going to make a list of things that annoy him and then say that's why he doesn't like the movie. He's looking for things that he doesn't like about it, makes a list, and then I should like this because it's a list, but right. I don't like it. <laughs> right. So I think he's going to put this, where's Good, Bad, and the Ugly? 40-something? 40 42. 42. And this- Blues Brothers was four, 50 and 51. Yeah, that's what I find interesting about this, because when we try and, you know, compare movies, it's hard because I'm like, well, where's he going to put Daisy Confused as opposed to Full Metal Jacket? But that's right. But this is They're not even the same sport. Yeah, this is two Westerns, right? So this is yeah. I'm doing the same thing. You are. I based it on Good, the Bad and the Ugly, basically. And then yeah. I looked at the rest of the kilometer and figured out he's going to like it better than these movies and then go from there. Yeah. So I'm going to say. He is going to rate Tombstone on the Clemometer at 59 degrees. Ooh, look at that. I said 57 degrees. Ooh, we're close. This might be... Oh, nope, this is tied for the closest we've ever been. Mm, On the prediction. T2, we had it at 76 and 78. And he gave that... A seventy-two. We were pretty close. Maybe we, maybe yeah, we got this one maybe dialed we, in. Maybe do it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's bring and it back then, here. Oh, what? Whoever's closest gets extra bonus points for the quiz that we're not going to tell them about. Love it. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right. Let's bring okay, it back. Okay, Bill. We got to open up that sound booth. Hey guys. Hi. 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 Well, Bill, Hi. we decided something. We Ooh, good. Can't wait to hear it. We nailed it again. Uh, yeah. We came in. Our guesses were very close to each other. Okay, so you probably know exactly how this is going to go. Oh, so wait, before we sign off, there was something I wanted to talk to you about. So one of the fun things for me every Monday when the podcast comes out is listening back to these segments and hearing how you guys thought I would (laughs) react to the movie. Uh And so, Rick, you experienced that for the first time with the Braveheart episode. How did that feel for you? Oh, well, actually, I turned it off before that and I forgot to go back and listen. Cool. That's a great cool, segment yeah. we just had. We just had an awesome, awesome piece of broadcasting. I will, I'll have to go back and do that. And Good. You should do that, week. you stupid moron. <laughs> wow. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good. I'm glad All I brought right. that up. Yeah. Okay, then. Well, if there's nothing else. <laughs> Wait, I do have one. I do have one. Um. One more little tidbit. We did have a email from a listener. Which, which is a bit of tide from good tidings. <laughs> yes, yes, a tide bit. Uh, this comes from Abby. Ah, and yes. she says, this is late, but Forget Barris is amazing, funny, and very qualified as a rom-com. Also, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is overrated, and Rick made me mad. Brownie face emoji. <sighs> Nice. Obviously, well, I this think is. We I, appreciate all of our listeners and I'm their not going opinions. To, I'm not going to attack a child. <laughs> How do you know it was a child? <laughs> because okay, actually, I don't know, but it sounds like if if I had to guess, someone likes this movie has to live in Bill's household. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Prove me wrong. Uh, you are. I, I'll, let wrong. me just put it this way: I did not tell anyone in my house to post or what to post. <laughs> sure, but I mean, it I was an honest say. reaction. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, sure. Um, 
No, that's fine. I mean, a teenager could definitely think that movie is... Because they haven't seen... I mean, if Bill hasn't seen movies, she's seen less movies, I would imagine. So, <laughs> you've seen six movies, you might like one of them better than another one, but <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you yeah. going to do? All right, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Rick, do you have anything you want to leave the listeners with for this week? Uh, I just wanted to double check real quick um, with our training day score. Did that give Pee Wee any kind of a bump? No, no, it did not. The, the Pee Wee paradox <laughs> failed again, huh? Yes, yes, it did. Okay. Um, no, other than that, let's get some uh, emails that don't talk about forget Paris anymore. <laughs> forget, forget Paris. And I hope everyone goes and watches Tombstone and uh, listens along next week with us. Yeah. And then the only thing I'd add is uh, thanks to our sponsors and to Wyatt only and the wreckage who we went and saw in concert. And that was fun. It was fun to go out and see a show and everyone was yeah. nice and safe and social distance. And it was an eventful night, <laughs> memorable night. Yeah. And yeah, everybody had a great night. And, uh, um, you know, we were all safe and, and in control and, uh, had a great yeah. little dinner and uh, everything was great. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Special thanks to those guys for rocking out uh, at Tony V's Garage. Um, and also a thanks for uh, letting us use their music on the podcast. It really helps having a local band on here that it can uh, help us out. So, I'd like to say uh, please take a minute to check out all of our social media. We're on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We're on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill, and please, please email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and like on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on all the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Uh, we are going to close this episode out with the Wyatt song, Drag the Waters. It just came out. It's going to be on their new album coming out this summer. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
darkness that we cast And there's a broken bleed